Where is he who was born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. Matthew 2, 2 Dear Lord Jesus, Lead us, like the wise men, to seek you with eager hearts. May we be drawn to your light, following the guidance of your Spirit, and be filled with a longing to worship you in spirit and in truth. In this season and always, help us to focus our hearts on you, the King of kings, the one who came to bring salvation, love, and eternal life. May we approach you with reverence, humility, and joy, recognizing the immense gift of your presence in our lives. Thank you for the example of the wise men who teach us to seek, to follow, and to adore you with unwavering devotion. In the precious name of Jesus, the bright and morning star, we pray. Amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Stay tuned now for another episode of Stories of the Messiah with Rabbi Schneider. After dedicating Jesus in the temple, Mary and Joseph departed back to Bethlehem. They remained there in a small home near the very inn that showed them mercy. It was a sanctuary where they could nurture their child and build a place of love, tenderness, and honor towards the Lord. Joseph worked in town, thriving despite his family's rejection. They remained there while Mary recovered, awaiting God's next prompting. In the quiet bliss of Bethlehem, with its green rolling hills and lush open fields, they found solace and strength, their hearts filled with the knowledge that they were a part of something greater than themselves. They were the guardians of a promise, the bearers of a hope that would ignite the world, and in the soft cooing of their baby, they saw the reflection of eternity. As night draped over the horizon, Joseph and Mary cradled the babe in their arms as they looked out at the stars. A peculiar star fixed above them like a guardian angel. Its light was radiating brighter than the others, pulsing with light like a beating heart. Little did they know, this star was a signal beckoning a group of noblemen from the east. They were masters of astronomy and prophecy. Some called them alchemists, others called them kings. Legends would herald them as magi. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. 
That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello and welcome to another episode of Stories of the Messiah. I'm your host, Rabbi Schneider, here to unpack the mysterious and epic events that unfolded after Christ's birth. This episode introduces us to the Magi, wise men from the East. Many movies and dramatizations have been made around these mysterious biblical figures. Who were they, and how did they come to discover Jesus? While none of us can be certain, many historical and biblical arrows point us in the right direction. The term magi, or magi, in ancient Greek has been the source of misconceptions and myths. These travelers were not kings, but wise men, astronomers, possibly part of a larger company, and arriving likely months or even years after Jesus' birth. In ancient times, the term encompassed a wide range of individuals interested in dreams, astrology, alchemy, magic, and prophecies. The Magi's connection with astronomy and their pursuit of knowledge transcending earthly wisdom uniquely positions them in the biblical narrative. Being from the East, the Magi may have been among Jews exiled centuries earlier or at least influenced by them. Their understanding of the Messiah's promise indicates an alignment with Jewish traditions and prophecies. Some have surmised that these wise men were part of a similar order to Daniel when he was captive in Babylon. Their blend of worldly wisdom and spiritual expectation made them perfect seekers for the Christ child. Historical accounts tell us that the expectation of a Messiah or great ruler from Judea was widespread during this time. Roman historians Suetonius and Tacitus noted the prevailing belief that rulers from Judea were destined to rise up against Rome. This expectation set the stage for the Magi's journey. Though the Magi were most likely not kings, the tradition that portrays them as such can be traced back to early Christian thinkers like Tertullian, influenced by Old Testament passages predicting that kings would worship the Messiah. The myth evolved, even assigning them names, Malquire, Casper, and Balthazar. Today's episode will follow that tradition, focusing on three wise men, instead of dozens. Today's story highlights the star hovering above Bethlehem, the star the wise men followed to find Jesus. Many theories about the star's nature exist, ranging from planetary conjunctions to supernovas or comets. Regardless of its origin, the star was a divine guide, meeting the astronomers in their medium. God has a unique way of meeting people where they are, and finding a way to bring them to himself. Some even believe the star fulfilled an obscure prophecy found in Numbers chapter 24, verse 17, which states, A star shall come out of Jacob. Regardless, the star was Christ's star, a moving sign pointing others to him. Let's follow the star together. Afterward, we will unpack deep truths from the story. Past the vast deserts of the Far East, tucked between ancient kingdoms and new empires, was a place untouched by time. There, 
In a palace hewn from ivory and cedar lived three noble scholars known as the Magi. They were rulers over a secret order, descendants of the exiled Jews who remained in the Babylonian Empire. Their names were Caspar, Melchior, and Belshazzar. Caspar, the eldest, was an ancient astronomer whose wisdom was sought by kings and queens. Weathered by age, his eyes held a spark that transcended his years. Melchior was a philosopher and a mathematician. His mind, sharp and unerring, was always searching for the elusive truth behind all things. Belshazzar was an alchemist, a master of transformation, and a keeper of secrets that danced at the edge of the mystical. Together they were masters of the stars, scholars knowledgeable of ancient prophecies, and men of science and intrigue. Their days were filled with steadying the skies, unraveling mysteries, and pursuing knowledge that had slipped through the fingers of time. The order of the Magi was mysterious, wealthy, and independent of any ruling nation or cultural creed. They were diverse, and their only loyalty was to the relentless pursuit of wisdom, truth, and knowledge. Nights were often a time of reflection and debate for the three wise men. In the heart of their observatory, surrounded by scrolls, maps, and ancient texts, they would gather around a flickering fire to discuss life's most profound quandaries. Together, they cut the silence of the night with their rigorous debate and inspired rhetoric. On one such night, as the Magi debated the nature of existence and destiny, the universe unveiled its most profound secret. Melchior's voice, musical and resonant, filled the room. What is fate, if not the tapestry woven by our choices? Are we not the authors of fate? Does not every decision we make add another thread to our destiny? Fate, Casper mused. Fate is the path we walk, guided by the stars. It is a predestined path that we choose to walk in. Fate is like a mighty current that pulls us. We can swim against it or allow its pull to lead us towards our destiny. Belshazzar's eyes twinkled. You say fate is a path that's set for us by the stars themselves. And yet, the stars themselves are guided by something greater. Is there not something or someone greater than the stars? Perhaps it is God their maker and therefore the author of fate. Their eyes turned skyward where the stars held court, each a story in the grand saga of existence. Their philosophical meandering was a nightly occurrence. Together, they searched the stars and scrolls, unraveling the secrets of the universe. Their gaze was always upward, not just at the stars, but at the one who created them. Although they were worldly men, indoctrinated by ancient mysticism and alchemy, they had always maintained ties to their lineage, the Hebrew exiles taken from Babylon. In fact, the three men were believed to be direct descendants of Daniel himself. The three scholars gazed at the stars, recording anomalies and mapping constellations. It was then that it appeared. A mysterious star hovered in the distance, 
Its light was vibrant with a silvery blue hue. It was unlike anything they had seen before. The room fell into a hushed silence. The fires crackled now at distant murmur. Do you see it? Casper whispered, his voice tinged with awe. Belshazzar nodded, his eyes wide. Yes, it seems to be fixed in one space. How strange. It is hovering over the region of Judea. Belshazzar's heart pounded. Could it be? His hand shook as he ran down the coiled staircase to the library. The library was vast and filled with members of the order. His students were awake, steadying at their respective desks. Bring me the law of Moses, Belshazzar commanded. Bring me the scroll. A student handed him the scroll of Moses, and he darted back up the stairs. Here we are, Belshazzar said with labored breath, spreading the scroll on the table. Look! He traced his fingers to the book of Numbers, where an obscure passage came to light. A star shall come out of Jacob. A scepter shall rise out of Israel. Melchior read aloud. Many believed that the coming of the Messiah would be heralded by a star over Israel. The three of them looked towards the horizon. A profound understanding settled over them. They were being called upon to bear witness to something greater than themselves. We must go, Melchior said with glee. The king of the Jews has come. What did I tell you? Caspar exclaimed. Perhaps fate can be found in the stars after all. The room fell into a deep and contemplative silence, each man lost in his thoughts, feeling the weight of destiny upon them. The following days were a flurry of activity. They informed their students, servants, and fellow Magi, all equally captivated by the significance of the star. The assembly of the caravan was a task that required meticulous planning and preparation. Treasures were gathered, gifts fit for a king, packed with great care and purpose. Gold stored in chests of cypress and bronze, frankincense held in jars of glass blown by Egyptian craftsmen, and myrrh held in linen bags. Camels were laden with supplies, tents were rolled, and scrolls were carefully stowed. The scholars, servants, and students worked in unison, their actions guided by a sense of higher purpose. As the day of departure arrived, the three magi stood overlooking their assembled caravan, a procession that stretched and wound like a river through the desert. Caspar's voice was thick with emotion. We don't even know what we're looking for. Melchior nodded. Mm, yes, we are leaving with many questions. My aim is to return with answers. Belshazzar looked to the west, where the star beckoned. The road will be long, my brothers. We will have plenty of time to ask questions. With a final look at their home, they mounted their camels and signaled the caravan to move. As they ventured into the desert, the star, their constant guide, they knew that their journey was about more than miles and landscapes. They were traveling into the heart of a mystery, guided by faith and bound by destiny. The Magi's journey is a profound metaphor for our own spiritual journeys. They were seekers guided by the world's wisdom, but attuned to the whispers of the divine. Wisdom without faith can be empty, and faith without wisdom can be blind. The Magi's wisdom led them to the star, but their faith guided them to the Messiah. Like them, we are called to blend our knowledge and understanding with a deep faith in God. God has a wonderful way of using what's around us to draw us to himself. For Mary, it was a visitation from Gabriel. For Joseph, it was a dream. 
For the shepherds, it was an angelic choir. For these magi, it was an anomaly in the constellations. God is not confined to one method of divine intervention. Romans 1.20 tells us that God's divine nature is revealed through creation. Although outside the Jewish bubble of Israel, these magi were met by God and responded to his prompting. The Magi's response was immediate and decisive when they discovered the star. They embarked on a difficult journey, guided by a star, not fully comprehending what awaited them. This teaches us the value of obedience and trust in God's calling, even when the path is uncertain. May the star that guided the Magi also light our way, leading us to the one who is wisdom incarnate, word made flesh, and love personified. May we with them proclaim, we have seen a star in the east and have come to worship him. Join us for our next episode as the Magi's arrive in Judea. Join us for our next episode as the Magi arrive in Judea to meet King Herod, the Tetrarch and ruler of the region. Unbeknownst to these Magi, their arrival will be the first event in a chain of unfortunate and evil acts. If you've enjoyed this podcast, consider sharing with a friend. We want the story of Jesus to change lives. If you're interested in my ministry, you can visit discoveringthejewishjesus.com. For more engaging and transformative biblical stories, download the Pray.com app. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.